Hello. Hi. All right. Hi. Hello. What is up, everyone? Today I'm joined by my very good friend, Nico. Hi. Um, yeah, this is the first time I've ever had a guest on my podcast. It's also like the third episode, so it's not really, you know, the biggest deal. Actually, it is. Nico is the first ever guest on my podcast, and that is record-breaking. Congrats. Oh my god, I'm so honored to be the first ever guest on your podcast. Right. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So, today's topic is how school kind of relates to our mental health or how school affects our mental health um which mm-hmm. I know is something we both go through and I felt like was a good topic for yeah time. absolutely absolutely yeah so what are your initial thoughts you know what do you what do you think I mean like yeah I think I mean for me school is very bad for my mental health um especially since like it's so hard to do all of the things you need to do for school and extracurriculars, especially with us, because, like, you know, we're both in theater, and there's a lot of time devoted to that. Um, It's really hard to get everything you need to do done in a day and still have time for yourself, you know? Yeah, right. I definitely feel that. I most definitely get stressed out with, like, all the theater stuff and relating to my school and trying my best to get my homework done and all these assignments done. That definitely should mm-hmm. me out for next year with all, like, the advanced classes I'm taking. Yeah, and with us for next year, you know, like, college prep and stuff. Right. Everything is just a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it can be really hard. Um, I was looking at some articles recently, and a lot of the high school students especially do this thing where they'll, like, get everything they need to do and then stay up way later than they should just to feel like they have some of that time that should be free back. Yeah. No, I um I definitely relate to that because I was mm-hmm. talking to a friend the other day. They were like, why don't you sleep at night? Why are you up so late? And I was like, that's the only time I really have for me. The rest of my day is like yeah. doing all this stuff for other people or doing stuff that I need to get done in order to feel like I was accomplished that day or that I succeeded that day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most nights I'm up until like 2, 3 a.m. just because it is nice to be able to like have time to myself and I don't get that during the day. Right. So, question. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're both in theater. We both do theater. Do you think the stress of that adds? Like the stress of school is added with theater or do you think it takes some stress off? I think for me, it's a little bit of both, you know, because I like I've been doing theater since I was so young and like it's really what makes me feel safe and secure being like a performer. Um, But also (laughs) from a very young age, my parents have instilled in me because I used to do a lot of like professional theater. My parents have instilled in me, if you don't get good grades, they will kick you out of the show and you're going to get blacklisted from every theater in the state. (laughs) So there's that stress as well. No, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, My parents told me not to talk about talk bad about them on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. No, it's fine. Leave. <laughs> it only took me four minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I definitely relate to like the 
I like relate to everything. <laughs> I, I <laughs> to the um the feeling, the need to like have good grades to be able to do things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I want to play lacrosse. And mm-hmm. so I feel like if I do that, and I also want to do theater and I want to keep up with my honors classes, I have mm-hmm. to like and the classes I take outside of school and my podcasts and all these other things, I have to have to get good grades. And like even right now, my grades are like not the best and it is the most yeah. the biggest stressor in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sports is another one of those things where it's like really hard to have free time or do extracurriculars uh, while doing sports. Yeah, I know a lot of kids in sports really stress out, especially kids who play sports for their school, stress out mm-hmm. about the grades because it can affect their performance or um, if they get put in games or not. Yeah, and then if it's affecting if you're getting put in games, it could affect if you're, like, getting scholarships to college. So I guess right. a lot of sports people have, like, I mean, everyone has their entire future riding on their grades, right? Right. That's definitely a big thing in, like, the state's, Mm-hmm. the reason I call it the states in my podcast is we have listeners from like other parts of the world and I know Ooh, yeah Germany right right so hello Germany yes hello <laughs> Germany oh my gosh I've never talked about that I've never talked about our German listeners we have two thanks for listening <laughs> oh my god two whole people from Germany good for you guys that's so crazy um but yeah I know other people in parts of the world call it the states and not America so mm-hmm. just for their- the two German listeners are about to feel so called out <laughs> they're like hey they're talking about me. <laughs> imagine if you're just listening to a podcast you like and all of a sudden they're like hey you from America <laughs> listening to our podcast you Lee right now <laughs> that would be very funny I'd be flabbergasted I would be amazed. (laughs) So, yeah, okay. You mentioned college, how next year we have to start worrying about college stuff. And I Mm -hmm. definitely feel the stress of that already. I mean, I always have my entire life, but I feel that more so right now because it's like all the financial stuff and all like Mm -hmm. credits and there's all these things that go into it and especially trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and Mm -hmm. I want to switch that when I'm older. There's a lot of stress that, goes into that you know yeah. I mean especially with Everfi um for right. the people listening to the podcast Everfi is this thing we have to do where they're these like weird almost they're almost like visual novels but they're about like applying for financial aid and for colleges and we have to do them like every Thursday and they're very stressful right. uh think about your future yeah, and we have to do them for our grade, so. Mm-hmm. We'll fail classes if we don't plan for college, which, like, it's good in theory, but bad for my anxiety. Right. They should be teaching us how to do taxes, not right? <laughs> Not this. I mean, it is helpful to me. Like, there's some things I learned that I'm like, okay, yeah, that'll be helpful for me when I like, yeah. start colleges. But most of the time, it's just stuff like, plan out your day. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like think about scholarships and it's like I've been thinking right I have always been thinking um definitely has the stress of my adulthood just kind of yeah. thrown at me constantly but it's- especially if you like have big plans for your future like I really want to go into like television I want to like write tv shows and it's like that kind of thing yeah it's something you need to do well for you need to go to a good college yeah. Um, if you want people to take note of you. Right. Like, 
especially in America, it's like you have, or the States, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, um, you know, have a good education in people's eyes to be able to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm, for sure. Which is very stressful for people, especially like me, who feel like they don't always have the option for the best education. It's kind of like, get what you get, you know? Yeah. Um, but... No, especially with things that I want to do and, like, the fields I want to go into. It's, like, you know, you have to go to college for that. Like, that is needed. And that is definitely a stressor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be really scary to, like, not have certainty in your future. Yeah. Because it's-, it's, you know, as kids as teens we're still relying on our parents for like financial support and just like support in general right and for a lot of people it's like directly after high school you're kind of just thrust into being by yourself and on your own Mm, definitely and if you're not you know going to like a good college or have some kind of thing set up that can be scary yeah no I definitely think the thought of kids futures especially in high school takes a huge toll on their mental health. I know mm-hmm. it's people on mine, especially yeah. um, like the thought of what I'm going to do with my future has kind of boosted my anxiety and made me like kind of nervous and exhausted all the time, which I'm sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, and like, since I've been worried about college, it feels like every single piece of media I watch is now about people worrying about college. Right. Like, I was watching this D&D show I like, and they did a season where the characters are all worried about college. Um, I've been watching Riverdale with my mom, and the season we're on right now, everyone's worried about colleges. And it's like, why Why is the universe doing this to me when I'm worried about colleges? That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's following me, I swear to God. And then my grandma's always like, oh, Nico, what are you going to do for college? And it's like, I don't know, grandma. Please stop asking me. <laughs> she asks me every time I see her. I'm trying to figure it out, Grandma. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, because I, I know a lot of people are like, you don't have to worry about it immediately, you know, take a break, take mm-hmm. a break. You have so much time, but it's like, it doesn't feel like it's so much time, you know, the mm-hmm. bye-bye. Um, that's like a total added stress. Also, yeah. another topic kind of relating to the same thing I want to get into is how like, the stereotype of being in high school, especially American high school, takes a toll on mental health because that has definitely gotten to me lately. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like in middle school, I would watch media about high school and be like, there can't be that much drama constantly, can it? <laughs> and if I could time travel, I would go back, slap my little sixth grade self in the face and go, oh, oh, there can. <laughs> Most definitely. You know, it'll find you. <laughs> definitely. Right. You always think there's not going to be drama, but in some way or another, even if you don't talk to anybody, there's drama that involves you. Mm-hmm. There's um, always drama everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's always drama in high school. There's always drama. The best advice my mother ever gave me, well, not the best advice, but one of the best pieces of advice she ever gave me was, try your best to be the nicest you possibly can to everyone, mm-hmm. even if you don't like them, you know? Yeah. That's all you can really do, you know? You don't have to... Mm-hmm you know, constantly be like, I don't like that person, I don't like that person. Or like, even if you do, you know, you can explain that to them, be respectful about it, of course, so they mm-hmm. don't get an idea. But it's it's also like, I'm going to be as friendly as I possibly can to you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've certainly been on the outskirts of my fair share of drama, especially being like a student leader for the GSA, because I'm hearing about, you know, all the other people's problems. And then, you know, uh, we go to the principal about it and he does nothing. And, and then the kids are asking us, oh, like, did you talk to the principal? And we're like, yeah, he's not doing anything about it. Um, so I feel like I'm involved in a lot of drama that I really shouldn't be involved in. Right. It always feels like when people tell you about their drama, it feels like you've got swooped into it immediately, mm -hmm. trying to, but you also want to be like a listening friend. and Yeah, because like then after you know, they're like, hey, can I talk to you about my drama again? Right. And like, you can't just be like, no, because then who else do they have to vent to, you know? Right. Like you want to be the person who's there for people as like yeah. much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've been the therapist friend since elementary school, probably. Right. Uh, so I feel like I've always been responsible for my problems and then also all of my friends' problems. Mm -hmm. um, and that on top of theater, on top of school, on top of prepping for colleges is so stressful sometimes. Right. No, yeah, definitely the stress of social groups in school and mm -hmm. to have friends is um, a big, big mm -hmm. for teenagers. Yeah. Like, I've like seen that firsthand where it's like, people are like, I don't need friends, but it's like, there's there's a it feels like you need them you know mm -hmm. like it feels like, like even just yeah. not knowing someone in a particular class is really scary right because um, then the teacher will be like oh you've got to partner up with someone and if you don't know anyone then you're gonna get stuck with someone you don't know and it's gonna be awkward and who knows they might even be a terrible person and then you have yeah. to listen to them yeah no huh. yeah so you gotta it's yeah. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, I've definitely gotten stuck with some people in group projects where it's like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, like that one kid who believed in eugenics. Yeah, that was not, that was not That good. was not a good time for anyone. No, it wasn't. Um, But yeah, no, I definitely, one of the big high school stereotypes or like things that I've been worried about lately is getting my driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, I have behind the wheel, like, on Saturday and mm -hmm. it's like the most stressful thing and I was like I don't really want to do this but I was like I need to do this to get my driver's license because I'm turning 16 this summer and everybody's yeah. gonna need to be able to drive by then which has been like the one of the biggest stressors in my life recently is like driving yeah I'm I'm glad that I don't plan on driving for a while because like this is a fact that people know about me and then they're not pressuring me to get driver's licenses plus like people are fine to drive me yeah that's the good thing about our friends is they don't need <laughs> them to drive buddy yeah okay wow it is already our 15 minute mark Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo. um yeah so i don't know if you've been going through this lately i've definitely been through this um social exhaustion has been like really big oh yeah for sure um yeah I feel really bad about it because like I'll go through a day of school and then I will get home and talk to no one until like 6 p.m right it's like it's it's like it seems like it's all fine and you're having fun with people and then like when you're not with anybody it's like good lord <laughs> I don't want to don't want to be with anybody. I don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. Need a break from being around people. So like most of the time when I get home, I just put my phone on airplane mode 
and don't respond to any texts. And then I feel bad because I'll have like a million texts from like 3 p.m. Yeah, no, sometimes I like, I hide my alerts for literally everything. So then I'll like be on YouTube or I'll be doing my homework and then I'll check my phone. And it'll be like, you have 86 messages. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I definitely think other people are one of my biggest stressors, not in just the whole exhaustion way, like being someone who is openly gay and uh, visibly disabled is Mm -hmm. not fun when you're in high school. Um, I get like harassed about it very often. Yeah, which is like a big unfortunate thing is you think at like this point there'd be a lot more people who are a lot more progressive and mm-hmm. aren't, like, jerks, but there definitely, definitely are. Yeah. And, and, like, yeah, even as someone going into middle school, you get told all the time that people start to worry about themselves more, people are a lot nicer in high school, and then you get to high school and nothing changes. Right. It's like, you know, you hear all these things and it's like, all right, maybe it'll be better, but it's definitely, mm-hmm. definitely not. Um, it's that it's worse right I think a lot of stuff happened to me in middle school that like Mm -hmm. gave me confidence or like either 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 gave me confidence and it made me feel much better about myself or it made things like a million times worse and I got to high school and I was like bam stress yeah uh middle school it giveth and it taketh away (laughs) that's a quote Woo. (laughs) um But yeah, like, everyone tells you that people will care about you less in high school, and then they don't. And it's just like that shattering of that perception Mm -hmm. that's really stressful. Right. High school isn't high school musical for any of those Mm -hmm. middle schoolers. (laughs) Yeah. And like, people aren't the same mean that they are in movies. And that's something I had to learn. Because like, I'm, you know, I am neurodivergent. I don't get social cues. I don't understand tone very easily. So, like, in, like, middle school and early high school, when people would be bullying me, I wouldn't notice. I would think they're being nice to me because bullying is a lot more subtle than it is in the movies. Right. No, in movies, it's, like, very intense. But Mm -hmm. And it seems like that's the worst thing ever. I want to avoid that as much as possible. But then, like, in real life, it's, like, you can't really tell all the time making fun of you. And that's definitely scary. Mm-hmm. Like in movies, it's some guy with a backwards baseball hat uh, shoving you into a locker and telling you what's up, puke brain. Um, <laughs> and then in real life high school, it's like a girl sits down next to you and is like, wow, what are you doing? You're drawing? Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're they're drawing. Isn't that so cool, guys? Right. And it's like, it yeah, feels yeah. like I'm being complimented, but it also feels like you're going to make fun of me in a group chat later. Yeah, no, definitely. There have been times in middle school where it was like I was kind of the object of making fun of or use for certain groups of friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they definitely make fun of me behind my back or like say rude and passive aggressive things but they'd also be like can you help me with my homework or Mm -hmm. oh yeah for me um yeah I think my like experiences in middle school were a lot less subtle than they were in high school like I wasn't bullied but, like, there was a lot of sexual harassment for me mm-hmm. in middle school. Um, and I think that's when I, like, really realized you can't, like, trust school authorities to help you with anything. Because, mm-hmm. like, I went to the principal about it and then nothing happened. 
And it took one of my friends at the time, like physically threatening the guy who was doing it for him to stop. Um, and like, now I just have this deep distrust of authority. Yeah, I've definitely gone through that. And first of all, I'm so sorry that happened to you. It is okay. It was in seventh grade. We're working through it. It's always like the worst things happened in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember in the seventh grade, like, there was a time where this guy was, like, constantly, like, sexually harassing me in class. And nobody would ever believe me or they would tell me I was being dramatic and I didn't want to go to any adults about it because I felt they would say the same thing as like my friends were saying. So I like, yeah. I never really bring it up, but it definitely like was scary. Um, it, yeah. And it affected my mental health greatly when I was like 12, like 12 mm-hmm. years old. Um, yeah, like I get, trust issues. I still get sexually harassed in the scary way, to be honest. Right. Like a couple weeks ago, some guys were telling me they were going to follow me into the elevator. Um, and it was like very scary, obviously. They were like, oh, do you take the elevator? I'm like, yeah, I need it uh, because I'm disabled. And they're like, can we take the elevator? And I was like, I don't know your medical history. And then the guy looks me dead in the eyes and goes, we're going to follow you so we can get in the elevator with you. Oh, God. And it was like, okay, how do I respond to that? And so every day for weeks, I would wait like two minutes before I left from my last class to go to the elevator just to make sure those guys wouldn't be there. Gosh, Nico, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. Again, it's okay. It's not your fault. (laughs) No, I definitely, with the elevator situation, like Mm -hmm. when I get into the elevator by myself and then some like random guy who like I'm sure doesn't need it will see me and they'll do a double take and they'll walk in and they'll stand uncomfortably close to me yeah me up and down and make me feel so uncomfortable and it's like it's so awkward and I was talking Mm -hmm. to these two girls in the elevator once and they were like yeah one time I went in here and like a bunch of like like six guys who you know were probably not the most progressive is the word I'll use Mm -hmm people were like just standing there and staring at her and making her mm-hmm. feel so comfortable and she like got pushed into a corner and it was like I was, like that sucks I'm so sorry yeah yeah I mean elevators it's like a tough thing for me because like I yeah. need them but then on days when I'm not like using my mobility aid I get like stopped and questioned all the time right no, it's definitely like an annoying thing, and I also sometimes mm-hmm. I feel guilty for using it because it's like, it's like I just dis- it doesn't visibly appear like I need it. Mm-hmm. I've literally almost passed out going up the stairs before, so sometimes yeah. when I get my strength back up. I need it, which I've been working on being able to walk up the stairs. I'm getting good mm-hmm. at it, but you know, before it was like you can even like you know we have friends that have visual proof of me like like not being able to go up the stairs and needing the yeah. Other. Like, it just, the fact that it doesn't always feel so safe to do that is scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hate having to use the stairs. Like, I can use the stairs, but it's not fun, and it definitely isn't pretty. Um, But, like, there have been times when, like, six or so able-bodied guys will get into the B-wing elevator, so I have to walk all the way to the A-wing one just to get upstairs. Right. Oh, yeah, it's really scary and unfortunate. Yeah. I think you could kind of sum up high school that way. Scary and unfortunate. Right. 
gotta write a book about that. <laughs> um, Scary and unfortunate, the high school experience. So another thing I wanted to get through was relationships or romantic relationships more so. Oh boy. Which is a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Which I feel like is very, very pushed like in movies and media by oh, friends. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I definitely have felt the pressure <laughs> to like be mm-hmm. with someone, which has caused some toxic situations and like some awkward things, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I definitely feel that pressure because it's like, you know, everyone is always in relationships. And I'm just like, God, why can't that be me? <laughs> and sometimes it like, I need to take a step back and be like, it's fine. You're only in high school. You're like, you're 16 years old. You're gonna, you're gonna get a relationship in some time in your life. And not, if not, that's okay. You like, I am okay with being on my own a lot of the time. Right. Yeah, no, I, um, I feel like because it has always been so pushed on my life that I can't really Mm -hmm. tell the difference between if I actually want to be with a person or if I just want to be with them because people expect me to be with them. Yeah. Like, if I try hard enough, I could force myself to have a crush on anybody. Right. I definitely have forced myself to have some crushes on people, which is, like, a really toxic, like, Mm -hmm. done, and I feel really bad about it. Yeah, because then if they like you back, your entire relationship is based on a lie. Right. And it definitely makes you feel like a horrible person. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I, I feel like I really, at this point, need to, like, be able to just be by myself yeah which I've been trying to do but it's also like there's always people this is gonna make me sound like such a jerk there's like (laughs) always people like trying to be with me or asking me out on Mm -hmm. dates or like friends trying to set me up with people and it's like yeah I just got out of a relationship um people are just throwing themselves at you (laughs) they're like you're single great give me your number you need to beat him off with a stick. <laughs> um, yeah, but that definitely has like added to the stress of like my mental mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah. Like I remember, you know, like with the last breakup I went through, I mean you were there. <laughs> I was there. It was um messy. Yeah, it was <laughs> messy and it definitely affected my mental health and um mm-hmm. it was like really bad and then all the stuff that happened afterward was like mm-hmm. a sir, but like the most stress that it caused was like I want to let it go so bad yeah like, and like, like yeah sorry yeah ahead. this isn't no, okay this isn't the fault of either of you guys right but like just the nature of everything kind mm-hmm. of ended up getting everyone in the theater department like kind of thrust into it yeah. through not anyone's fault just through the situation and how it happened yeah and I know definitely like everyone's tired of it including me yeah um, and yeah it's like and there's also the thing with that is like right after we broke up which happens like in movies a lot too is like your mm. friends are automatically like you need to date somebody else who's better for you it's yeah like, I think it's okay to like take a break before dating anyone else definitely mm-hmm. in high school that's a big thing like in school in general it's a big thing like having romantic relationships like if you don't it's like people think you're lame or mm-hmm. uptight and so you yeah. feel in one when it's like yeah like it is it is crazy to think to me that people our age 
have and do regularly have sex with people. Yeah. That's- <laughs> like, gross. You're a teenager. Right, you know? Um, that is definitely, definitely a scary thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's also that pressure, which is big on teenagers. Like, real life isn't euphoria. I'm not going to be having sex with every person I see. Right. It's like, you know, there's definitely, there's so much pressure to be like, you have to lose your virginity in high school. And it's like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry. Yeah. Um, No, but yeah. Yeah. Another thing, last thing, because we have like two minutes. (laughs) Let's do it. Friends and like how it's okay for them to end, you know? Yeah. Um, there's definitely this stigma where it's like if you lose friends or if you feel like a friend isn't like the right person for you at the moment Mm -hmm. it's like you suck and you're so toxic and you're so fake Mm -hmm. like you know it just right for each other we're not right as friends and that's fine yeah I think it's important to not put a strain on things like Mm -hmm. people should be able to be like we were great while we worked thank you so much for the time we had but it just it feels strained and it can't continue. Like it's in our society, it's like it should be okay to say that, and it really isn't from a societal perspective. Mm-hmm. It's like comfortability is not mm-hmm. the biggest thing for people. It's just like fitting into standards is the biggest thing, and that's yeah. Like you, it you shouldn't feel selfish for doing what's best for yourself. Right. Like it's okay to put yourself on top and mm-hmm. not be seen as a jerk. Right. That is, that's such a good thing to say. That is such a good mm-hmm. thing to say to close it off. Because- yeah. Hey, you listening, do something nice for yourself, please. Right. Go do something nice for yourself. Okay. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Yeah. Baby. Thank you for having me. This was a great time. I did hit you up last minute. <laughs> like, right yeah, you texted me at 8 p.m. Like, want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Thank you for being on it. <laughs> um, yeah, so everybody, you can go to the Instagram to see more information mm-hmm. about today's episode. I'll be making sure to link some, like, mental health sites to help people and stuff. Which, like, I'm making this sound, like, so awkward, but I, I like, it's mm-hmm. so awkward doing the intros for the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks again to my lovely friend, Nico. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I feel so awkward. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to press end. Okay. Bye, actually. Bye. Goodbye.